Welcome to the Elements Podcast for July 2007. Welcome to the Elements Podcast. My name is Joey. And I'm Katie. In today's podcast, we're going to talk about things you can do to keep your money safe while traveling. After all, it is summer. And for many people, it's time for family vacations, road trips, or just going places with friends. Yeah. Hey, Katie, do you have any summer trips planned? Well, I just got back from Florida like a month and a half ago, so that was pretty much it. Oh, I went to Vegas two weeks ago. Whoa, wait a minute. I didn't know you went to Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) Well, did you have a good time? Yeah, I did. I was good, and I didn't gamble at all. I really didn't spend much money. Yeah, that's good, because anytime you come home from Vegas without losing money, that's a good thing. Especially when you don't have much to begin with. Yeah, I guess they don't call it lost wages for nothing. But they do have some pretty yummy buffets. Yeah, Okay, well, it's time to get back to the topic before we start talking about desserts. Mmm, apple pie. Uh, stop it. Ice cream. Katie? Okay, let's talk about money. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, now, if you're lucky enough to get away this summer, there are steps you can take to make sure you don't get ripped off while on vacation. The first tip is easy. Stash your cash. The best way to keep your money safe is to hide it from people who may want to take it. Yeah, be careful with your money, and don't flash it around for everyone to see. You don't want to bring unwanted attention to yourself. If you're going to use your money, don't pull out a big old wad of cash and say something out loud like, Wow, I only have $200 left. Someone may overhear you. (laughs) (laughs) You may want to consider wearing a money belt or a small zippered pouch that you can wear under your pants or shirt. Okay, now I know from a fashion standpoint, a money belt may not be the coolest thing to wear, but seriously, if you want to keep your money safe, a money belt or pouch is a must. Yeah, and also if you have cargo shorts or pants, you can keep your money in a buttoned or zipped pocket. Really anything that makes it difficult for someone to get to your cash. The next tip is don't carry more than two days of spending money. Your best bet is to use a debit, ATM, or credit cards. Yeah, you know, a few years ago, I went on semester at sea, and uh, I was able to use ATMs in countries all around the world, just like if I was at home, except I'd get back money in the local currency. It was just so easy to get the money I needed. I totally recommend using plastic instead of cash when traveling. Hey, what was the most bizarre place you used an ATM? Well, after about six hours of driving through nowhere in the middle of Africa, we stopped at this little hut to get a soda. Wouldn't you know it? ATM. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, lions and an ATM. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Did you use traveler's checks at all when you traveled around the world? You know, I didn't. But I I do know a few people who did, and they seem to work fine for them. The good thing about traveler's checks is that if they're lost or stolen, you can have them replaced. It's like carrying insured money. I personally prefer carrying an ATM card. I mean, if you take cards with you, protect them like they're cash. If they get into the wrong hands, your account could be wiped out pretty quickly. And only take the cards that you know you'll use. Before you leave for your trip, make a copy of the cards you're going to take. You should also make copies of your passport, itinerary, and the customer service numbers of your credit cards. Leave these copies with someone you trust at home. This will come in handy if anything is lost or stolen. Yeah, if your debit or credit card is lost or stolen, report it to your credit union or other financial institution immediately. By acting fast, you may be able to prevent access to your account. 
Okay, our next tip really applies if you're traveling alone without your parents. Before your trip, leave copies of your deposit slips with your parents. If for some reason you need emergency money, you can dial for dollars and they can use the slips to deposit money into your account. Okay, I, I think we need a little disclaimer here. We're not saying you should mooch off your parents. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're just saying that if you have a legitimate emergency and you need to borrow money, they can have it deposited into your account and it'll be available via debit or ATM card. Our last tip is simply to be on your guard when you're in a big crowd. Thieves like to take advantage in these types of situations, especially tourist spots. Just be careful. Well, that was our last tip. That means it must be time for... Student Tech. Whoa, that was cool sounding. <laughs> yeah, I knew you'd like my robo voice. That's my tribute to the new Transformers movie coming out. Awesome. Thanks. Okay, in today's Student Tech, we're going to talk about how to avoid email scams. This is a great topic. My email is filled with spam every day. It's kind of a pain. Yeah, my email gets flooded too, but we're not alone. I read somewhere that last year, 12.6 billion spam emails were sent each day. Oh my gosh, that is crazy. Yeah, and they're predicting spam is going to increase over 60% this year. Ugh. So I think we should talk about ways to avoid getting ripped off through email. Okay, here goes. Number one, if you get an email or pop-up message that asks for personal or financial information, do not reply. And don't click on the link in the message either. Delete it as quickly as possible. Yeah. Also, use antivirus and anti-spyware software, as well as a firewall, and update them all regularly. Some emails contain software that can harm your computer or track your activities on the internet without your knowledge. And be careful when opening any attachment or downloading any files from emails you receive, regardless of who sent them. Yeah, and don't email personal or financial information. Email is not a secure way of sending personal information. And finally, if you believe you've been ripped off, file your complaint at ftc.gov and then visit the FTC's identity theft website at www.consumer.gov forward slash ID theft. And that's our student tech tip for the day. It's time to say goodbye. Well, I know today's topic about protecting your money really focused on all the bad things that could happen while you're on vacation. But really, you shouldn't worry too much when you're traveling. Be careful, but most of all, just have fun. Yeah, this is a great time in your life for experiencing other places and cultures. These tips can help you do it safely. And with that, it's time to wrap up this podcast. We invite you to join us again for our next podcast. If you have a topic you'd like us to talk about, email us at feedback at elementspodcast.com. For Elements, this is Joey. And Katie. Saying goodbye. The Elements Podcast is designed for information purposes only and is not intended as professional financial advice. Listeners are always encouraged to check and confirm the information with professional sources. The information you have heard in this podcast is the opinion of its authors and is not necessarily the opinion of your credit union. The Elements Podcast is copyright 2007 by Subcat Inc. All rights reserved. No part of this podcast may be reproduced or transcribed without prior written permission of Subcat Inc.